leading us right now. What an awesome, what an awesome thing that we get to enjoy is what God has gifted to us as a church, our youth that are anointed. So just follow their leadership because these guys are awesome. All the 
Amen. God is good, huh? Hey, we're glad to see you all back after we fed you all that meat and everything. We're glad that you came to worship. We're going to continue to worship, but I wanted to say this, that, um, that tonight is a night for joy and celebration, and you're doing it well already, and they're leading us well already. Amen? I know that, that some of you, as you're hearing these songs and the rhythm gets inside of you, like your, your, your internal dancers, like, I'm dancing inside, you know? I want to like, set you free. If you want to dance, dance. If you want to wave a flag before the Lord, if you want to shout for joy, tonight is the night to exalt our God. And it's all biblical. You're okay, right? You're okay to do all of the above. That in the Bible, it speaks of, of waving banners and victory before the Lord. It speaks of blowing trumpets. It's a proclamation of God's victory and his goodness. And God has been victorious for us. And we need to declare it. Amen. So we're going to continue to sing to the Lord, and in just a few moments, um, after a few songs, I should say, we're going to open up the microphone, and we're going to give you the opportunity to share testimony of God's goodness. How many people can say God's been, like, really good to them? Amen. There's something special about declaring that and, and telling the God story, and, and what's important, and as I set the tone for that, is that God receives all the glory tonight, that this is a night to boast about our God to give him all the glory. And so as you think on the things that God's done in your life um, throughout this year, what he's done for you here in this place, um, let's tell those stories, amen? So be thinking about those things. Some of you, I know, have already written some of these things down, and so you'll have opportunity to share. But I'm gonna bring you back up to your feet again, and this song that we're gonna sing speaks about dancing upon injustice. So I don't know, maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't. But but uh, let's stand to our feet, and um, there's stuff for you to wave if you wanna wave it. And um, there's things all around. I think there's banners and, and little uh, things that we made earlier. So let's just rejoice in the Lord. Amen. Would you guys lead us? Let's put our hands together. Did you feel the mountains tremble? Did you hear the oceans roar when the people rose to sing of Jesus Christ, the risen one? Did you feel the people tremble? Did you hear the singers roar when the lost Sing on Jesus Christ, the saving one. We can see that God should move. We can see that God. 
little spiritual warfare now. There's a part of the song that says, do you feel the darkness tremble? With all the saints joined in one song, that's what we're doing here this evening. Do you feel the darkness tremble? And all the saints join in one song. And all the streets flow as one river to wash away our brokenness. We're going to sing that again. Do you feel the darkness tremble? Do you feel the darkness tremble? When the saints join in one song, all the streams flow as one river to wash away our brokenness. God is on the move, and we can see that God is moving. A time of jubilee is coming when young and old return to Jesus.
we're done with that.
kids just doing a Jericho march, literally like walls falling down as they do. I think it's important that we see them for who they are, right? That we see them for who they are, that that they're making prophetic journey around our, around our church and just the freedom that's in their hearts, that the first ones to pick up the flags, the first ones to dance were the ones who were truly childlike. And we just want to commend you guys for leading us in worship, like truly. So you guys are amazing. We're going to continue to, to worship, but we're going to open up the microphone for those that want to give glory to God. That We sang it in the song, glory, glory, hallelujah, Jesus, you're good. And you raised your hand and said that he's been good to you. And if there's something specific that you want to give God glory for, just know as, as they're playing, you, you have the freedom to come up and just share. Amen. Just takes one to get us started. the last church I'm going to be coming to. And the first church I went to, I was this big and this wide. And I just love to sing. <clears throat> and I would sing, Jesus wants me for a son. Beam. And I was, I mean, <laughs> I was the star, right? <laughs> anyway, I wanted to sing a song. And because I just want to share. And so... It's number three on the CD, and pray for my breath. Okay. <laughs> Wake up to the sunlight with your windows open. Don't hold in your anger or leave words unspoken. Wear your red dress. Use your good dishes. Make a big mess and make lots of wishes And have what you want, but want what you have And don't spend your life looking back Turn up the music Turn it up loud Take a few chances Looking back from where you have been Cause it's not who you knew 
not what you did, it's how you live. <clears throat> so go to the ball games, go to the ballet, go see your folks more than just on the holidays. Kiss all your children, dance with your wife, tell your husband you love him every night. <laughs> Don't run from the truth Cause you can't get away I'm so nervous <laughs> Face it, you'll be okay Turn up the music Turn it up loud Take a few chances Let it all out Looking back from where you have been It's not who you knew It's not what you did It's how you live Pray for the grieving, even when you don't think that you can. Cause all that you do is bound to come back to you. So think of your fellow man. And make peace with God, make peace with yourself. Cause in the end, there's nobody else. Turn up the music, turn it up loud, take a few chances, let it all out, cause you won't regret it, looking back from where you have been. Cause it's not what you do It's not what you did It's how you live It's not who you knew It's not what you did It's how you live I did it! <laughs> Everybody. I'm Darrell. I'm Stuart. And tell you a little story about how we ended up coming here. Um, <clears throat> pandemic was crazy with churches shutting down and all of that, and we were kind of like all over the map. We had some friends tell us about Bridge in August last year, and I was getting ready for church, and we were going to go to the church we were going to, and Holy Spirit told me you need to go to Bridge. And I'm like, okay, now I'm going to my other church, right? Ignore the Holy Spirit. 
and we're driving down Grand, and I said to him, I think we're supposed to go to Bridge, and he's like, we're supposed to go to Bridge, and so we turned, and we've been here ever since, so. This is our mini testimony. Due to the housing market crash of 2007, 2008, like many others, we were forced to short sell our home here in North Santa Ana, and, um, moved to the mountains. In 2008, we moved from Santa Ana to Crestline, California. The only home with a somewhat, somewhat affordable mortgage we had left we, left, we lost a lot of rental homes at the time. Life was not easy for the next couple of years trying to survive during the recession. And in 2012, our Crestline home was foreclosed on. We put what belongings we could in a 25-foot moving truck for our family of five into a two-bedroom apartment in Tustin, California. On September 5, 2012, the next two years were very difficult, leading to and including an 18-month separation. In June of 2019, Stuart was insistent that we start looking for a home, since we had received, he'd received a new position and um, got a substantial raise. I was extremely reluctant, but believing there was no way we would qualify for a loan, I agreed to begin looking. We made the decision to not let our children know that we were looking for a house. In my mind, I was saving them from disappointment because there's no way we'd qualify for financing anyway. Or so I thought. Long story short, the third house we put an offer on was accepted. When I received the text that they accepted their offer, my stomach sunk. The idea of having a home to lose again gripped me with fear. As I confessed this fear repeatedly in, in my Bible study, my heart was still not at ease about this purchase. On September 4th, um, 2019, I was in the Denny's parking lot on 17th Street getting ready to meet my husband and the notary to bring to sign the final loan papers. I reach into my purse and pull out my wallet and a post-it note, I write post-it notes with scripture all the time, was stuck to my, my wallet and the scripture I had written on it was Psalm 56.3, whenever I am afraid I will trust in you. I said it out loud, okay God, I'll trust you. On September 21st when I was taking the sheets off of our bed, before the movers arrived, I pulled the fitted sheet off, and as I see this green square of paper pop up from behind the bed and land in the middle of the mattress, I moved toward the paper and realized it's the same post-it note. And with that scripture, and I said, okay, I will trust you. I had a deep longing within me for restoration of what we had lost. This emotion was pervasive and wouldn't leave. At times, I felt selfish for feeling this way, but the Holy Spirit kept whispering, that the desire was from him. At the time, I was staying in faith with another believer who felt God would get them a house as well. We were both believing in faith and creative keys of faith. After my big job promotion, we felt it necessary to get a home for tax purposes, if not for anything else. The home we ended up getting accepted for way out of our range. In fact, the asking price was 50000 over what we ended up offering. After seeing a picture of our family and a special letter, the sellers accepted without hesitation. Mind you, the home was only on the market for less than a month. The day we ended up closing on the home was September 6th, exactly seven years from the date we lost our former home and signed a lease on our Tustin apartment. Exactly seven years to the day. I praise God for this, and to this date, I'm still awestruck. Joel 2.25 so I, I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten. Thanks for letting us share. Thank you.
up in a little booth over there um, that we had before we redid the church. And I remember writing this poem and I missed every single cue on those screens because God was downloading and I was not able to do two things at once. This is called True You. It's quite simple, really. In the deep recesses, the places no one knows, you know who you are. But what will they think of walking, talking contradiction? You stand tall and hollow, like a petrified forest, a shell of the true you. True, truth, <laughs> that's novel. Somewhere between a mask and a man, there stands the one they see. Keeps them far enough apart to protect neither. A chasm of empty, idle cliches describing the proud, honorable man you wish you were. While still being cool and confident, which you never had or thought you could. This is true. Fragile and fortified, spinning and stoic, callous and contained. Tell me how you feel. This true you is killing me. At least it's fighting like hell to end the reign of terror that this lie has become. It's quite simple, really. In the deep recesses, the places no one knows, you know who you are. Now is the time to let it shine. These four walls are just four walls, but what God's anointed in here is sanctuary. And I've talked to a lot of people today, I know a lot of people in this room, and what this place has done is given an, a space to be the true, authentic you. Let us always hold on to that and be true and authentic while we're in here, and always let's remember to keep those doors open and bring people in not dressed up, not the truth that they want you to see, but true, authentic people so that we can build a kingdom together. Thank you. Let's just give space. Let's just close our eyes and focus on what the Lord is saying to us. was the year of the Lord's favor. <clears throat> Turns out it, it is. <laughs> One of the things I shared though was that my husband and I were coming out of a really difficult season and so when I had been praying over this year I felt like the Lord was telling me to not be discouraged because this was the year of the Lord's favor. And I also felt like the, um, I don't know where you were, the couple that just shared the Joel verse about how the Lord would restore 
all the things that the locusts, the years that the, lo- the locusts had eaten. And that verse had kept coming to us as well. And I felt like the Lord was saying, this is the year for that. This is the year for restoration. This is the year for things to be better. And I had no idea that in January, I think it was the, like the very end of, maybe it was December 31st, whatever day that was. I had no idea that a few weeks later that the Lord would do such a miracle for the church. But I just, as I'm standing here, have this sense that some of us are in here who are still waiting on Jubilee, right? We've been talking about it so much in the church and so excited for what the Lord has done, but some of you are still aching and waiting for something good, something to hold on to, some sort of restoration. Some of you have deep wounds that you're waiting for healing on. Some of you have physical pains that you're waiting on healing. Some of you have addictions that you're waiting to break free from. Some of you have empty wombs you're waiting to see filled. Some of you are deeply hurting and waiting for your Jubilee. And I just was sitting here thinking, you guys, this is the year of the Lord's favor, and it's only June. So we still have time. We still have time. So be encouraged. Don't lose faith. Those of you who are still aching, those of you who are still longing for your jubilee, don't give up. You know, keep waiting. We sang a song where it's, the lyrics were that he's working in the waiting. Danny spoke on that too. So even if it doesn't feel like it right now, even if you're here and you're like, okay, I'm going to rejoice because other people are rejoicing, but deep down inside, I don't feel like rejoicing. Just keep doing it. Keep doing it. The Holy Spirit in you is going to echo that to the kingdom of God, to the throne of the Lord, and he will hear you. And the rest of the year is yet to come. So take heart, believe in Jubilee. This is the year of the Lord's favor. As we continue to worship, as we continue to share our testimonies and things, I just want those of you who are aching here, who are hurting here, to know that it's not done. We are not done. There's still work to be done. There's still good things to to experience. And the Lord hasn't stopped moving, not one day since he began. silence can be awkward sometimes but sometimes it's good to just sit in silence and just wait on the Lord so let's just wait on him now Uh, my name is Andrew for those who don't know me, I helped do the middle school here. Uh, I want to go off of what Sam was saying. Uh, personally, I've been holding on to some things uh, in my past that I've done that I couldn't get over. And uh, as the kids first started running around, Joel came up and handed some flags to me and my friend Joaquin over there. And then I went up and I picked up another flag without realizing what it was. And I realized I picked up a white flag in surrenderance. And the beginning of the year, I, uh, there's a song that was really on my heart. And it's called uh, Take It All. And uh, through God's... And it's, it's, it's by a really low-name artist, so, like, the chords and everything aren't online or anything. And uh, God revealed the chords to me on how to play it. 
and I was uh, really excited to share it with the youth, and uh, I was at Cedar House, which is just up the street at a worship night, and someone was like, I have a word for you, and I was like, yes, awesome, and he was like, it's not yours to carry, and it's not yours to share, and I was like, what, what does that mean? What does that mean? And maybe like two weeks later, I was at the gym, and I felt God tell me that what that meant was it wasn't my job to lead that song, but it was Isabel Eaton's who standing next to me. And uh, I kind of jumped the gun on it because I got really excited, and I, I told her, and Joel was like, you shouldn't have told her because now it's a huge deal. And I was like, I'm sorry. Uh, but now, uh, sitting in the thing, and I was uh, sitting in the pew, and I had the white flag and surrenderance. And that's what the song is about, the surrendering. And I just felt God tell me that now is the time to share it. So.
us passion, hear us asking, as we cry out for more, more of you. Give us passion, hear us asking, as we cry out for more, more of you. Give us passion, hear us asking, as we cry out for more, more of you. Give us passion, hear us asking, as we cry out for more, more of you. Take it all. We're nothing without you, God. Spirit, come, speak to us again. You alone can heal the brokenhearted, and raise to life was dead. Raise to life was dead. to life was dead so take it all
when Christ shall come with shouts of acclamation and take me home what joy shall fill my heart then I shall bow in humble adoration
there is to joyous freedom so open your heart and receive it there is a hope to believe in jesus jesus there is to joy and his freedom so open your heart and receive it there is a hope to believe in jesus take his joy there is to joy and his freedom so open your heart and receive it there is a hope to believe in jesus jesus there is your joy and his freedom so open your heart and receive it there is a hope to believe be jubilee without a shofar man we we called out for you to bring your best and tonight um, you brought your best in worship you took risks you broke thresholds and the creativity from poetry to songs to just opening your heart i believe it pleased god so much and um and outside the the art gallery of your expressions to the lord i believe these things are our worship as unto god this is a, a reflection of the the most creative god the god of the universe who you're made in his image and when you when you bring forth your creativity when you take those risks you give god glory and i want to commend you i feel like this now i know i speak for rochelle too just we just feel so proud like the day just made us feel so proud and um and we're just so grateful for what god's done we couldn't boast enough about our god we couldn't i mean we know more songs come on we sang for a bunch of we, we know more songs but 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 there's there's not enough songs to sing to declare the glory and the goodness of god there's not enough amazing meals to prepare that would would give space for the the glory of the fellowship that we have among the the, the believers 
And I so appreciated, Sam, your word, and just a reminder that, that, um, that the year's just, in some ways, getting started. We've got plenty of time to go, but, but today when, I didn't get to preach my whole sermon, so I'm going to do it now. No, I'm just kidding. No, but, but today when I was putting a title on, on the sermon, I, I called it Everyday Jubilee. And that's Jesus. Jesus is our everyday jubilee. When he stood up and read the scroll of Isaiah and said, this is being fulfilled in your midst, he wasn't saying just like right now, like while I'm here for the next year. He was saying that he came to be our jubilee, to be our freedom, to be our atonement, to be our provision, to be our healer, our deliverance, our hope, the flags that were waved. This is our God. And he's for you. He is for you. He's with you. He's for you. Do you know that? He's for you. Amen. We have a, a, a last song that we're going to sing, and we can just, man, you can just cut loose. You've seen kids doing it all night, so come on. But, um, but we, we began, or there was somewhere in the beginning of the, of the set where we played, Did You Feel the Mountains Tremble? And there's, there's a, a line in there that, like, when I'm trying to sing it, I'm like cry singing at the same time. Because when it says, open up the doors and let the music play, let the streets resound with singing. Do you remember, I mean, five years ago when we rededicated this place and this building, the, the event was called The Doors Are Open, right? The doors are open. And, and may these doors be open wide. Like, I, I know it's speaking of these, these gates and these heavenly doors, but, but what happens in here is not meant to be contained in here. This is just the good stuff that reminds us of who we are in Christ. But the really good stuff happens outside of those doors. That's where the music plays. That's where the streets resound with his singing. That's where there's dancing upon injustice, right? That here is the place where you're equipped, where you're filled with the Holy Spirit to the point where the hope is that you're spilling out and that what spills out is for the healing for the nations, that that what spills out of you is hope for your neighborhood. It's hope for your workplace. It's hope for your friends. That the God that we celebrate in here, unashamed like children, that God is for not only you, but he so loves the world. Amen? Amen. So let's sing to the Lord, and then we're going to wrap it up tonight. We've been going for a couple hours, well, I don't know, hour and a half, a couple hours. It's been a long day, but an amazing day. And so let's end with joy. Let's end with celebration. Let's end with hope. And let the music play. Amen?
just give a big shout to our Lord and Savior. We thank you, George Jesus. Well, you are dismissed. Thank you so much for your worship this evening.
you are dismissed and blessed. We need to sleep. 